Mr. Kemp Hill playing out. What a love! And there's Ray. He's open for the tie. Yes! Short shot blocked by Kemp. Oh, my goodness, Gary Payton. The Seattle Supersonics have won the NBA World Championship Series in five games. Well, what, what kind of medical mask are you rocking these days? I am rocking the invisible mask. Oh, okay. You don't got one? I do have a mask, but it's so annoying to wear. Yeah? Just uncomfortable or what? Yeah, especially with a beard, too. It it makes it much more difficult. Because the beard, when my beard was long, it would push down on the mask, and I'd have to keep adjusting the mask. And the CDC tells you not to touch your face. And so I don't want to be walking into the store, and then people see me touching my face every two seconds after I grabbed a bag of Doritos. Yeah, well, you got to grab that Dorito bag. Right. It's essential. Absolutely. And you have to go in there for that. Um, I don't have a mask, and I'm starting to be like, like, I know that there's different reports about whether it's actually helpful or not. Um. But I'm thinking about taking, I have like, uh, do you remember those uh, uh, Westbrook and Durant are not better or not better than Kemp and Peyton shirts? Oh, yeah. The Kemp and, Kemp and Peyton greater than Durant. Yeah, yeah. Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm like, I have an old one that has a bunch of like stains on it and stuff. I'm thinking about like using that, but I don't know, like. Maybe it'll just say Kemp. <laughs> that looked really cool. Hey, you're still repping the Sonics. Right? Because uh, I don't live in Seattle, so I can't get those awesome masks that is it Simply Seattle is giving away. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's Simply Seattle. They're all sold out of it last time I checked. So. Oh, man. I want one. I want one bad, but I think I'll, I might make that one. Uh, but let's, let's get started here. Uh, welcome back to We Want Our Sonics Back. Uh, the podcast about the NBA uh, with some Sonic legacy uh, kind of sprinkled throughout. Um, how you doing today, Dan? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. What are we on? We're like on episode six, I think. I do believe so. Yeah, like we're like a full-on podcast now. I know. It's, we've had some good interactions with some people on Twitter, so... Yeah, I, I feel like it's going pretty good. Yeah, it's been fun to interact with uh, some people who've listened and some people that we've just kind of run into on the internet street. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, I when we started this thing, we weren't sure exactly what we were going to do with it, uh, but I I think we got our legs underneath us now, and you know it's it's we're going to keep on doing this thing because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Uh, today on the podcast, though, we wanted to talk a little bit about the NBA coming back. Actually, a lot about the NBA coming back because I'm pretty freaking excited about it. Yeah, me too. I'm. I would give anything to get the NBA back right now. Right. I mean, even that Dorito bag. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one, but <laughs> I can buy more Doritos. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Or Tim's Cascade. You jerk. Uh, yeah, I need to go get more of those today. Uh, sending sending me things. videos of you eating Tim's Cascades. Well, I have to sit super far away from Seattle and unable to get them. 
I'm, I'm, I'm not bitter. I'm not online. bitter. Okay, I'm not. Uh, but before we talk about the NBA coming back, uh, we wanted to talk about there was an article that was going around. Um, I apologize. I should have looked up who wrote it because um, Sam Quinn of CBS. Okay, and and he follows us on Twitter, and we've had some good interactions with him. Uh, seems like a very smart guy. Uh, knows his stuff. Uh, but he wrote an article uh, about how Seattle could get a team uh, partly due because of the coronavirus. Yes. So his thoughts were uh, basically, you know, the coronavirus has taken a lot of revenue from the NBA, um, which as most of us would probably know, uh, the NBA, uh, when we're talking about money, it's really the NBA owners. Uh, So each team has their ownership group. And, and those are the guys that are making all the money, right? And so right. when you don't have ticket sales, and because of that, even the selling of merchandise goes down, uh, the NBA owners have actually taken quite a hit. You know, they're all millionaires, billionaires, uh, but they've they've taken a pretty big hit uh, because of the coronavirus. And so the idea is really focused on Maybe the NBA owners would like to add some teams uh, to the NBA so that that buy-in that any NBA owner has to do uh, would just go right into the pockets of the NBA owners. Right. So the, the idea then would be to add a team, and I think anyone in their right mind would say that Seattle would be at the very front of that that list of, of cities that would get a team. And so it would be Seattle and maybe some place like Las Vegas or uh, Louisville or some place like that as far as the second team goes. And they would do that to have that, that cash flow go into the NBA owners' pockets during this time of instability. What do you think about that, Dan? All right. I personally, as a Sonics fan, I would love that. And for those who aren't really familiar on how NBA expansion would work, to my understanding, it's essentially just like, let's say, an ownership group from Seattle comes forward Mm -hmm. and offers, let's just say, $300 million to make the math easy on myself. That would mean the NBA... Because the NBA is just strictly, it's the 30 teams. Yeah. So that money would just all go into the 30 owners' pockets. And because it's not basketball-related, the players wouldn't get any of it. It would all go to the owners. So each owner would then get about $10 million. And that would be a lot of money right now because they have lost a pretty big amount. Yeah. I mean, they've they've lost money, like I said, on ticket sales, which I actually I actually thought that uh, percentage wise, that would be a way smaller percentage of their income than it is, uh, because it's actually a considerable amount. Uh, But they've they've lost their ticket sales. They've lost money on merchandise. Uh, They've lost money because they've had to pay uh, people during this period. You know, there are some stars like Zion Williamson and others who stepped up and have paid for 
the workers that are at the the stadiums and everything. Um, but uh, the owners have also had to pay quite a bit. Uh, they have to pay NBA players still. Now, uh, part of the reason why we're going to be talking about the NBA coming back so soon is probably because uh, all those NBA players have been getting much smaller checks lately, but they're still getting checks. And right. who writes those checks? The NBA owners. Right. And so I think expansion would be kind of a good way to, in a way, offset some of what has been lost. And obviously, it probably won't offset all of that, but it will for a substantial amount. So it's almost like getting like a a loan. Like it's still going to hurt. It's still going to hurt eventually the the loss that they've had because of the coronavirus, but they can kind of ease that loss so it's not just sudden uh, through adding a couple teams. Right. Uh, we we talked about it a couple episodes ago, uh, and I was thinking because of the uncertainty that the coronavirus uh, has really created all around the world, I was assuming that they just expansion wasn't going to be on the table for, you know, at least five more years because, because of it. But come to find out it'll actually help in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It'll definitely help. So I'm, I'm thinking that this looks like a great idea for the NBA. Now, will they actually follow through with it? I don't know. Yeah. I would hope they would, but, Adam Silver has been kind of shooting down the expansion idea in the Mm -hmm. past. So I hope it's under consideration, but no one really knows. (laughs) Yep. Um, uh, Now, the NBA Board of Governors is meeting today specifically about the NBA coming back. That's what's going to have to happen first, the NBA coming back, and then they'll probably look at something like this or they'll, they'll be trying all different kinds of ways to bring revenue back into the NBA. Um, But first they have to deal with how are we going to end the season? Right. And that's the biggest question right now. That's the debate that's being thrown around a lot because there's a few, a couple of different proposals out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about some of those and get into it. I I think before we do that, though, I mean, it's just awesome that the NBA is coming back, right? (laughs) Like, it's for sure now. Yeah, we saw the NHL announce dates of when they're returning earlier this week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm living here in Canada, so uh, all all my buddies were talking about it, but yeah. Yeah, so it's... Right now, we know the NBA is coming back. And honestly, it's just going to be nice to have basketball back. I don't know if I've been this excited, um, other than watching Zion's first game this whole season. I think that what they're going to do, regardless, there's all different kinds of um, ways that they're looking uh, at bringing the NBA back. Um, But whatever that all means... Uh, we are for sure, unless, you know, some second peak happens with the coronavirus and everyone goes back into shutdown, um, unless that happens, which looks unlikely at this point, it means that we're going to get a lot 
of NBA in a very short time. Exactly right. And to my knowledge, it's all the games will be broadcast on national TV. So you wouldn't have to have NBA League Pass or something like that. I I got like March Madness feels about this. Oh, I do too. This is like, um, to me, it's like the same level excitement, you know, reading all Mm -hmm. these different proposals, trying to make my own bracket of which team will advance. It's like that first Sunday on Selection Sunday when all the teams are announced and then you're scrambling to fill out your bracket. Yeah, just uh, it's that excitement is building. And uh, let, let's talk about some, uh, some of the specifics about how we think the NBA might be coming back. Uh, the first thing we got to talk about is, uh, do you think that they're going to finish the regular season? Because there's like different reports every day. It's something different that Adam Silver wants to finish the regular season. Now not, you know, we want to go straight to the playoffs, all, all those kinds of things. What, what do you think? Um, I think they're not going to finish the NBA regular season. And why? It's because you take teams like the Warriors, take teams mm-hmm. like the Hawks. Who, is it really in the middle of a pandemic? Is it really worth the risk just for 10 games to yeah. come back? You know, do you really risk... Steph Curry getting hurt or Trey Young getting hurt, you know. I have heard multiple things where players, you know, for example, what Dame Lillard said the other day. He wants to be given a true opportunity, and if he's not, he won't play. So I think it's not going to, the regular season won't be able to be finished because I don't think they have enough support from the players' union and the coaches. Yeah, I mean, even if you're thinking about it, the idea, I mean, according to um, uh, actually the NBA, they came out and full on said it, that they want to go do it at Disney World, right? At their wide world of sports or whatever. Yep, in Orlando. Um, So are you really thinking that you're going to have, because every team has, you know, of course, their players, their coaching staff, trainers, uh, uh, equipment managers, you know, like the list goes on and on. Right. of all the people that are required to be present uh, during during an NBA game. Uh, so, I mean, if you're looking at it, you're probably talking about 50 to 60 people per team at the very least. Right. And, and so are you going to bring all those people to Disney World? Like, if you're talking about 30 teams and 60 people each team, that's a lot of people. Uh, that's a lot of risk to take with uh, the coronavirus right now when we're not supposed to be meeting in large groups. And, and so I, I think that they're going to try to take that and basically just try to, I don't know, maybe maybe get rid of the teams that, you know, it doesn't really matter for them. Like you're saying, like the Atlanta Hawks, like the Warriors. And I'm so glad that I get to say that, <laughs> that it doesn't matter for the Warriors to come <laughs> the back. the first time the Warriors went from being in the NBA Finals to now having a potential lottery pick. Oh, it makes me so happy. Not that they're going to get a lottery pick, but that they're forced into that position. Oh, so <sighs> feels good. feels good, Dan. But I don't think that they're going to have these teams come back. 
Uh, no, I don't either. I, I really don't think so. And then also you have the argument of teams like the Warriors, the Hawks, who have really bad records. And then do you really go back? The Warriors, I think, have the worst record in the NBA. And they're in line to get the number one pick. So do you really want to go back and play 10 games when you could then hurt your chances of getting the number one pick? Yeah, that's a solid point. I think we're both on the same page as far as it's not going to be all the teams. Uh, For me, I don't want an ending to the regular season. I don't think we need it. Uh, For all the reasons that that you said, um, we we just don't need that. What we want to see is competitive basketball. We want to see exciting basketball. We don't want to see guys just getting out there and basically doing what they did <laughs> on ESPN's horse programming right. <laughs> and, and just shooting around. We want to see games that matter. But I'm also saying that for me, I really hope it's not just, all right, we're going straight to the playoffs, uh, one through eight seed, east and west. And, and you guys are going to go just play in the playoffs. Because I do think there has to be some some buildup for the excitement. Are, are you on the same page with that, Dan? Oh, uh, right. Yeah, I would really hope that we would not just get one through eight in each conference, you know. I want to see them mix it up. Possibly add a few teams. Like mm-hmm. Mark Cuban's proposal. Did you hear what he said? No, I didn't. Fill me um, up. He had a proposal of a 20-team playoff, you know. Okay, so kind of like the NHL? Yeah, but the final, um, there'd be a couple games to determine who gets into the 16, if I'm not mistaken. So I would like that because then, as I'm pretty sure you would love to see, that would mean Zion possibly for a couple more games and... If you want to talk about ratings, you are certain mm-hmm. to get some ratings when Zion is playing on ESPN. I loved watching Zion play this year, and I, it was so disappointing when the the NBA went down for all the obvious reasons, but one of which was that I didn't get to see Zion progress any right. further. Because he just started to come... He came back just before this whole thing got started. Yeah, I think he, I think he played like twenty one yeah, games or maybe just twenty. Like that. Yeah, and, and all of those twenty games were super exciting. Like I'm not a Pelicans fan. Obviously, the Seattle Sonics were my team, uh, but uh, I've been rooting for this kid. Uh, I watched him at Duke. Uh, got super excited for him to come into the NBA, and he did not no, disappoint. He did not. But yeah, yeah, I I want to see him. Uh, I want to see I want to see Dame time. Um, uh, he's always great in the playoffs. I mean, last year with the the three to win it and the wave and everything, I want to see Damian Lillard in a playoff scenario. I want to like I I had issue with his tweet about you know having. Uh, a true opportunity to me. The whole season was a true opportunity. Uh, But at the same time, I want to see him play. Right. Because he's very good in the playoffs. And also I want to see them play the thunder again. I would not mind seeing a buzzer beater three to knock the thunder out. How about you? 
Yeah, man. Oh, I mean, last year that made me so happy. <laughs> just like it was almost like he was just saying bye to the entire franchise. Like you right, guys are like done. He is our. He was Seattle's hero for that day. Like, oh, for sure. He's a trailblazer. <laughs> Portland was our rival, but now, no. Thank you, Damian Lillard. <laughs> I mean, like, it's been kind of disappointing. Because, I mean, like, let's be honest. As Sonic fans, we're actively rooting against Oklahoma right. City. Like, we, we hate right. that team. And, and so we want them to lose. And it's been disappointing that they actually have been fairly decent this year. <laughs> but uh, I was really hoping for that to be like the end of the franchise. But if he could do it again, I mean, you know, whenever Seattle gets that team, maybe because of the coronavirus expansion, who knows? Uh, and we get Peyton and Kemp uh, and Shrimp, uh, their jerseys up in the rafters. Maybe we would put Damian Lillard's up there too, with like a picture of the you know, wave. We could do that. I think that would be a. I think that would be a great idea. I, I think we're on the same page then that we want to have some kind of, I don't know, playing tournament uh, going into the playoffs, like to get like these, like maybe seven through 10 <laughs> seeds. There's even been some talk about bringing it all the way to the number 12 seeds uh, and just having some kind of a tournament to get into the playoffs. Is that what you want um, to see, Dan? I would love to see that, but... I think 24 teams is too much. I think that probably what they should do is go at the most 10 in each conference because there's a pretty big drop-off after 10, you know. Mm. There's some teams that yeah, really you're right. don't have a chance. Like, if they go against the Clippers, you know, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, they're just going to get clobbered and it's not going to be right. an exciting game. Yeah, I th I agree with that. Um, you know, like I know I know some people have been talking about twelve seeds and blah blah blah, but uh, I, I'm with you. What what do you think? Because there's also been talk about uh, maybe this is a time to experiment with the NBA. Um, you know, everyone understands this is a weird time to be doing anything. I mean, we go to the grocery store and we have to do it much differently than we did a couple months ago. Uh, so everyone is kind of willing to uh, deal with a few changes. And so maybe this is the time to experiment and get rid of the West uh, versus the East and just have it be uh, the top 16 teams in the NBA. Uh, wh what do you think about that? I think that would be a great idea. That has been my hope for years, that they would just – really. Um, seed the teams 1 through 16 regardless of conference because one conference is a lot stronger than the other you know there's a pretty big yep. drop off between the west and then you go to the east i totally disagree with really? you really i i understand all your points i understand all your points and like those are valid points it's true the West is so much better than the East and has been for years. Uh, there's a big disparity between uh, the two conferences and, and even the star power. I mean, look at the West. I mean, you've got LeBron James, Anthony Davis. Uh, you've got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. You, you've got Damian Lillard. You've got uh, Luka Doncic. You've got 
like just like all most of the superstars i shouldn't say all most of the superstars are on the west and that's why they've done what they've done the last couple of years with the all-star game uh to try to make it a little bit more balanced uh, but like i un- i understand those points but i think we're going to lose something uh if if we end up doing that and just saying well it's all nba top 16 teams regardless of conference uh, because there is something to the rivalry between the west and the east now i'm not saying it's a fair rivalry because the west has been better for the last 20 years basically um and by a long shot but uh it is still fun to be like well that's the east or that's the west and beyond that then i go well what's the point of even having divisions um, well, I can see that argument. I'm also surprised, I mean, that you didn't say that, well, also, if we kept it the same way it is right now, LeBron would have a much e- easier opponent in the NBA Finals. Sure. That's true. I mean, come on, do you really want to see a Lakers-Clippers matchup in the Finals, or a Lakers 76ers matchup in the finals. I'll take the Lakers and Clippers for five, please, Alex. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen it the last few years uh, with uh, really between um, the Warriors and the Rockets and how the, the Western Conference finals has kind of felt like the finals the last couple of years. Uh, but I, I like that the like you have these two separate conferences and they got to kind of raise up their own gladiators and then those who have conquered all of their peers get to go at each other. Like I love that Whoa. style. And and I know that maybe it's just like nostalgia and all of that, but I'm good with nostalgia <laughs> and, and I want to see that. Well, happen. right, but you also get into that you know, maybe the NBA has been thinking about this for a while because it used to be in the all-star mm-hmm. game, the East versus the West, which is yeah. now the top vote getters. They choose their own teams. Fantasy draft style. Yep. I mean, if they end up doing that, um, I might be a little disappointed, but it'll be interesting at the very least to see if it's a viable thing to mo- do in the future. Like this... This whole thing with the coronavirus now, it just created like this, I don't know, this pool of creativity where you can just try some things and maybe you don't keep them forever, but you can give it a shot. So I won't fault him too much. I I just like I would rather not have that happen. But if it does happen, I'd be interested to see how it goes. I can I can see your understanding there. So we're both pretty excited about this, this idea of the NBA coming back. And I mean, there's even talks and we'll see, like, maybe by the time this podcast comes out, answers are out there. But right now we don't know what it's going to look like. And and so, you know, there's talk about like we might be seeing two to three games every day uh, when the NBA does come back. Uh, so what what are you most excited about? with the NBA possibly returning here? Um, I'm most excited about just being able to see these teams like the Clippers and the Lakers, you know, possibly have another matchup 
in the chance that, you know, every team is going to be given a shot to win a title when there was some Mm -hmm. who believed that the NBA season would have just been canceled. Are there any players that you're really excited to see and maybe even storylines that you're excited to see, you know, come to an end? Um, You know, I've thought about it, and I wonder if possibly maybe Kevin Durant, and this is way far-fetched, maybe Kevin Mm -hmm. Durant and Kyrie Irving return for the Nets. Dude, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, I, I tweeted it out from our account the other day. You know, if, if you do break apart the this uh, West versus East thing and you just do the top 16 teams, someone, I think it was ESPN, put out, this is what the matchups would be. And it has the Lakers going against the Nets, and everyone's like, oh, that's easy. But what if, because there was talk about Kevin Durant coming back. Right. And, and we know... All right, I'm not I'm not saying Irving's injury is completely made up, but we know he was just fed up, right? And didn't want to play anymore right. if it didn't matter. And in his mind this season was a waste of time because Durant right. was out. I I can't argue with that one. I think you were right. <laughs> so it would be it would be really interesting if they both say, Okay, let's give it a shot here and come back. And whether they're playing the Lakers or, you know, whatever the style of the the playoffs is going to be, uh, I think they could do a lot of damage if those two players right, come back. Right, because then you would arguably have a team that would be considered a contender to win it all with Kyrie and Kevin Durant healthy. Yeah. And a Kevin Durant and LeBron yeah, it, James it, matchup in the playoffs, oh, man, that would be something else. Yeah, that that would be great TV. Um and it would it would just be interesting. Like we we're all wondering, you know, we've seen him shoot from the top of the key. I don't know how many times I've seen that clip play on ESPN. <laughs> but uh we've we've seen that he can shoot. Um but I want to see him running. I want to see him stop, you know, at, at the drop of a dime and, and shoot his J like he used to. And is he the same player? I want right. to know. There's, there's a lot there that would be really interesting if he does come back. I, th- I think it's still a long shot. Uh, but I also think that depending on what they do with the playoff structure, that might bait him into coming back. If he thinks that he has a chance, I, I think that he might push to come back. Right. Uh, for me, I go, of course, I want to see a champion. Right. Oh, like that was like the biggest disappointment uh, of thinking about it because um, we've talked about it on this podcast before. I love LeBron. I'm a big LeBron fan. And, you know, while Seattle Sonics always came first, uh, I was born in Anaheim. I do remember going to Staples Center as a kid. Uh, I I love the Lakers, uh, not nearly as much as the Sonics, and I want the Sonics to come back. Uh, but right now I'm a Lakers fan, uh, and have been for a while now. Uh, and so I'm, I'm rooting for them. And I thought that they had such a good shot, um, uh, of, uh, dominating in the playoffs until they came to the Clippers. And then that would be a fun matchup. And whoever won that in my mind was going to be the NBA champion. Uh, and then all of that got taken away because of the coronavirus. 
And, and I want LeBron to be able to have that chance because he, he, he waited it out last year, you know, um, waiting for AD to come. And yeah, he tried his best to carry that young team, uh, but they just had too many holes in their roster. And, and so now he finally has that chance again to win. And I want to see if he can right. do it. And because this is, like you said, last year he was hurt. He didn't have AD. Now he has Anthony Davis. Just to see mm-hmm. what those two could do in the playoffs. And all these matchups yep. they've had with the Clippers. I mean, come on. What would be better right now than a Lakers-Clippers matchup for... Whether it be a three-game series, five-game, or seven-game series. Absolutely. I want to see it. Uh, so that's one of the things I'm most excited about. Uh, again, I I would love to see the Pelicans be a part of whatever you know form it is of a, a, a playoff um, you know, tournament. I want to see Zion. I want to see him uh, play some more. I love him and Lonzo together, and I want to see – uh, how that chemistry continues to build. Other things I'm excited about, I want to see Giannis, uh, s- specifically uh, if they, they keep it West versus East. Uh, I want to see if he can bring his team to the finals because we've been talking about how great Giannis is, and I know his numbers this year have been crazy, uh, but he hasn't brought his team to the finals. And I think for him to be declared that MVP that a lot of people are saying that he is, uh, I disagree. I think it's LeBron this year. Uh, but, you know, I understand the arguments. His numbers are staggering. Uh, but if he's going to be that MVP player, let's see him take his team to the East like LeBron used to do year in and year out when he was with Cleveland. Right. You know, can he take that next step? Yep. Another interesting storyline is the, the further just breaking down of the Philadelphia 76ers, um, just all the drama with Simmons and Embiid. Uh, it, it'd be interesting to see that continue. I don't think they have any chance of winning, but who knows? I've, I've been surprised before. Um, another one that's interesting, especially, you know, I live up here in Canada. Uh, no one Heifer talks about the Raptors. No, they've actually had a really good year. <laughs> they, they've had a great year, and they lost Kawhi, and they're still having a great year. And it would be interesting to see if they could make it into the finals again and shock the world. I think it's more unlikely than anything, but hey, you never know. It, w- it would just be interesting to see because everyone has kind of discounted them, and they talk about, you know, they they talk about the Bucks, they talk about the 76ers, they talk about the Celtics, and then they just like go on and maybe talk about the Heat and you're just like, wait, you do realize the Raptors have the second best record in the East, right? Right. <laughs> like, but yeah. Uh, well, who do you, who do you think's going to win? Let's talk about that for a minute before we close things up here. Uh, do, do you think that there's a couple teams that have a, a better chance than everybody else? Um, I think uh, the 76ers, no, just kidding. Ooh, okay. Well, <laughs> I think a couple teams, one of which may surprise you, I think the Boston Celtics should be considered a contender. For and sure. then I think, obviously, the Clippers, the Lakers, I think the Utah Jazz, Denver Nuggets, Houston Rockets. So, literally, the whole West? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, essentially. 
<laughs> Obviously, um, the Bucks too. I got mean, them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so all the playoff teams. I mean, uh, I I think it'll be interesting for sure that a lot of these a lot of these years, it's so clear that one or two teams are going to dominate. I mean, for the last couple of years, is it's been Golden State. You know, it's just like inevitable that they're going to be in the finals, and it's basically if anyone in the East can challenge them. Um, yeah, and we've seen that. Okay, well, it's happened a couple of times now with with Cleveland and then with uh, Toronto. Uh, but this year, I think you know to use Dame's words again, I think a lot of teams have a true opportunity right. uh, to win a title. But for me, yeah, I still think that the Lakers have the best chance at winning. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the structure is and. Uh, when exactly they're going to have to meet the Clippers, because to me that is going to be whoever wins. Uh, I, um, you know, I know a lot of people love the Bucks, but for me, I just don't think Giannis has taken that step yet um, to just show that he can literally carry the entire team on his back like Kawhi and LeBron have done. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, it's going to be those two teams battling it out. And for me, I have the Lakers winning it all. Well, if I had to put any money on any team right now, I'd have to go with the Clippers. And I'm not saying that because yeah. I hate LeBron. Although you do. Uh, maybe. I'm just saying it's going to be really interesting to see. Um, I think a lot of teams have that true opportunity uh, to win a championship this year. And I am so psyched that we're going to be able to Me see Me too. It. Well, who do you think is going to win the championship this year? That's what really matters. That's what we want to know. Follow us on Twitter at WeWantOurSonics and let us know if it's the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, the Miami Heat, the Orlando Magic. Who knows? <laughs> um, let, let us know who you think is going to win the championship. We'd love to interact with you. And, uh, yeah, that's about it for this podcast. We'll be back next week uh, talking maybe about – for sure plans about the NBA coming back and what that looks like in matchups. But until next time, we want our Sonics back.